the thing about Rick Ross. That's the thing about the boss. The metaverse, crypto. Y'all getting so much money. Where you at? Where you at? Show us. And I don't mean, oh, I'm trying to make money. Man, I got a lot of money. I ain't even need that fake money. But show us, show my homies what the metaverse about. One of y'all big boy crypto dudes, guru crypto, picture takers, step up and say, this is what we going to do, Rose. Where you at? Huh? Yeah, everybody giggling, looking around. <laughs> All that fake rich money, where it's at? Educate. I know some rich homies who getting money, Bitcoin, Rodney, that boy getting real money, but come on, man, bring it to the Renzel. Matt, where's that, man? Show me the money, bro. Show us. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when you first sent me that clip. That was hilarious. I uh, I was following him yesterday, and he was actually tweeting about, like, okay, just actually show me how to <laughs> like, do this. <laughs> like, literally show me. Yeah, yeah. What's it's, going on? We're in the, 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 bear, the barest of markets right now. It's It's... It's it's difficult to show show you right now, but man, he might be in that mentality, man. Like you buy low and see what happens. This is the time. You this know is what I'm if if that's what you're waiting for. It's it's the time. Absolutely. Any crypto, any NFTs you could show Rick Ross in the last uh, last week or two? <sighs> no, nothing. Nah, not nothing that's going to attract him. I think he's more so going to start his own because it's just another hustle of his. Yeah. Like he was super excited that uh, Wingstop was going to sell uh, chicken sandwiches now. <laughs> oh yeah, he's probably going to just another one. A loyalty program. He'll he'll have a loyalty program eventually. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, man. Did you hear about actually uh, Starbucks new loyalty program? Not their their re uh, re energized loyalty program. No, I haven't. Yeah, they're they're integrating the blockchain into their loyalty program. They've like okay. historically had like uh, one of the best. Uh, loyalty programs, reward programs, like the most members on their their platform, they just announced they're they're rolling out a new one that's going to involve the blockchain and NFTs. Another one bites the dust, man. Everybody's jumping crazy? on ship real quick. Like the blockchain is useful, man. Like this is going to be just another case study for other companies. It is. It's crazy. Let me, let me read you this this um, quote from their. Brady Brewer, their vice marketing vice president, chief marketing officer, he says leveraging Web3 technology will allow our members to access experiences and ownership that was not possible before. Mm. Starbucks Odyssey, that's what they're calling the, the okay. new program, will transcend the foundational benefits that our Starbucks Rewards members have come to love and unlock digital, physical, and experiential benefits that are uniquely Starbucks. Sweet. So it sounds like they're of some sort of shelling out some sort of digital equity. For people, yeah, I, I think there there's a whole um, they're building this portal where where members can engage in Starbucks Odyssey journeys, which include a series of activities, interactive games, uh, basically a bunch of fun challenges to deepen their knowledge of coffee and Starbucks. They can then be rewarded for completing journeys with a digital collectible journey stamp or an NFT. Ooh. That's what they're calling it. There you go. Well, if if you're listening to our Streamcast for the first time, that is a prime example of utility. Yeah, right? Yeah. Signing up, being a part of that community, and everything that you just broke down that would definitely attract me to at least checking it out. Just seeing what yeah. like, a corporate brand like Starbucks is going to do with that and see you know, what the benefit or what, what can I take away from that right and, and what else what other big brands are to follow i know i don't know specifically what they're doing but chipotle is doing a lot i, I had a note that they reached 
they're or they're on track to reach 3.5 billion in digital sales in 2022. Wow. I don't know. That's not all blockchain or NFTs. Right. That's a lot of their online web. A lot of pandemic driven. Yeah. Like now now behavior has just changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's it's going to be wild. And and to think, kind of the the last note I have on this about the Starbucks is is. Uh, you know, each stamp will include a point value based on its rarity, and the stamps can be bought or sold among members within their marketplace okay. with their ownership secured on a blockchain. So, who knows what it's all going to look like? But they like, should have just said we're creating NFTs. They should have, but but <laughs> in that, the headline nowadays are in crypto bear markets. Like that might retract people. That's true. You know, DraftKings Rainmakers they don't market their this new fantasy football platform as NFT based. It's it's in some of the print, but they market it as digital collectibles, as trading cards, as as a different. They're not putting that stigma on it because I don't think it's accepted yet. Yeah, it's like it's like a curse word at this point, especially with like the market going the way it is. And I know we're gonna touch on the merge in a second here, but like it's so much unknown. Yes, that we've got to figure out a slick way to say that this is an NFT. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And whatever it looks like, whatever these assets are that Starbucks is putting into the hands of all their members, the fact that they can buy and sell it on their marketplace, you know, forever, they're just creating more and more revenue streams where like oh, yeah. just get things in their hands and, and whatever, you know, takes off, people will buy and sell. They're ahead of the curve with that. Like I'm, we've talked about it in previous podcasts. Like we were foreseeing like maybe a Walmart. Or a Target, some of the larger department stores will yeah. give you some sort of access to um, exclusive items or discounts or whatever. Like, this is, like, one of the first. I mean, Starbucks is a major brand. I would say probably, like, top five brand in the United yeah. States. Maybe the world. Yeah. Maybe the world. Shit. Yeah. yeah. But, like, to see them dive in like this, like. And they're showing that they can innovate and and change course with got what, to. what they were built on, which whether it's blockchain or any other type of you know new technology, it just shows you whether you're a small business or a Starbucks, like you gotta be ready to make moves and you, you gotta you gotta take chances and try things. Like who knows what this is gonna look like in the next twelve months for Starbucks, but they're testing it out and I'm sure it'll be around in, in a decade what it'll look like. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Absolutely. And we were talking off mic about just their model in general changing from like the coffee shop goers and people who are social in the coffee shop to, um, okay, like the pandemic kind of morphed everybody's behavior to yeah. like seem more transactional than ever. So you said that they were going to um, create 2,000 more stores that yeah. are all just drive-through based. Because they initially they have all this yeah. real estate because they wanted to take advantage of people uh, going and getting coffee and hanging out at the coffee shop and using and, the Wi-Fi and all the yeah that's your point in between A and B wherever you're going like that's where you kind of congregate that's just not the way it is anymore at least with a lot of people not as many people as right. it was so I think what I read was these two thousand locations are like all drive through all delivery all like how can we get you from point A to point B fastest versus right. keeping you in the middle as long as possible that with the Odyssey program just proves the whole business shift like right the whole outlook of the business just changed they always had something with that app too and i i don't drink starbucks a lot but i've got the app and they always get me with like the 25 dollars minimum to like reload the card it's oh, like yeah. their their own credit card system because 
as soon as I get below $5, you can't afford everything there, so you have to load it to 25 It's like uh, they just keep getting that they churning keep. and that money sitting in their account. I feel you. Me, personally, I'm intimidated by Starbucks. I don't know what the hell yeah. I'm ordering. <laughs> so a lot of, I just make some black coffee at home. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you're getting a lot of stuff. Can I say drug? Caffeine's a drug. Yeah, you're, getting, sure. you're getting some drugs in there. Oh, yeah. They, they got some high high percentage caffeine, whatever the percentage is in caffeine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, my girl back in the day used to ask me to pick her up whatever the fuck from Starbucks. I'm like, alright, you're gonna have to write this down. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what you're I, saying. I need a, a, a IOU after this one. <laughs> no, my, my coffee order is pretty simple, though. Just, just black. Black. <laughs> Do you ever see Airplane? No, I haven't. Gotcha. Okay, then I can't. I can't drop that. Oh man, quote. I can't get the reference. What? Damn. Yeah, he was, <laughs> I like my coffee. Like I like my men. Oh, I got you. Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Starbucks, they're getting in into the NFT game with their royalty program. Did you hear? This is a li- on a little different topic. Yeah. But mm-hmm. do you hear what happened? The accident. Uh, Crypto. dot com. They had a, a, a ten million dollar plus accident. Yeah, so I heard of the accident, but I didn't know it was Crypto.com because I, yeah. just, I just randomly saw the headline. I was like, ooh, good for that lady. Yes, right. <laughs> so apparently there's this lady out in, I think it was Australia, maybe New Zealand. She requested a $100 refund last year at some point, and, or, or maybe it was earlier this year. Just to reiterate, $100. One zero zero, <laughs> And at some point when that transaction was being processed, I guess there's some manual part of it at Crypto.com, they actually accidentally put in her account number instead of $100 in whatever box they need to include it in and ended up sending her like $10.5 million. How does that happen? That person had to get fired. Or if that, I don't know if that was an automated thing. Like that's, I think there, there was something manual in it okay. that, that someone made a mistake that they didn't pick up on until they were doing audits at the end of last year, like uh, um, you know pre-Christmas ta- audits. And of course, she wasn't going to say shit. No, they were like, <laughs> where did this money go? Yeah, yeah. And so they're, they're actually suing her. Uh, for that money back, she ended up buying, you know, a, a mansion, and she, she went on a spending she spree. She went crazy, like I don't, she should, <laughs> right? <laughs> you you wake up one day and you have ten and a half. Who million. is gonna Who is gonna be like, yo, this doesn't belong to me? Crypto.com. I, I sent them an email to their support team. Hey, you guys just sent me like eleven million dollars. Gave me too much money. Can you just take it back, <laughs> dude? I, <laughs> I'm interested to see how that plays out because, like, that was y'all mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if, if I drop $200 on the ground and somebody picks it up, like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? You lost it. Yeah. Or I gambled right. 10 grand and I lost it. Like, you put your life savings under your mattress in cash versus putting it in a bank or putting it somewhere right. safer. Like, yeah, it's yours, but you gave it up or didn't protect like i don't know it's it's tough because can you sue somebody when you gave them the money i don't know. You know what i'm saying like in my experience it's tough yeah oh yeah i got hit hard last year actually i i just wrapped it up i was scammed in the the credit card world yeah um to the tune of almost fifty thousand dollars and it was something that american express had initially refunded back to me when i was when we were going over all these fraudulent transactions they, they credited me back the amount. They sent me a check for this full amount. Then about a month and a half later, I wake up, and they've taken it all out of my account, every penny of it, or, or at least frozen my account okay. until I paid it back. I was just going to ask. So they literally took it, or they were waiting for you to manually They're waiting set for it me. up to 
Yeah. So they, okay. Yeah. So so I've been fighting them over these these last what nine ten months, and and it, it was a scam, and it was fraudulent, and yeah. and mm-hmm. um, the 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 refund should have happened from my view, but they end up saying you know they they couldn't prove something. You know, a bunch of corporate yeah. BS. They can't yeah. prove it. So, you know, it, it's this whole drawn out thing. I still have I have to pay back money that I already paid. Right. It's 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 even strange. though they have everybody's data and know where we're at. Yeah. Like, based on our purchases and. Like, but they don't talk to each like the the credit card companies and the third party payment providers, Venmo, PayPal. Like they don't. No one wants responsibility, and no one wants to share. Got it. Their role in thing in in. Yeah, a negative thing. So like, because at the end of the day, there's a ton of cases. Like yeah, that too. It's like there's so saying? many. Yeah, the 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 initial scam of my summer last year. I was I was looking for a house to rent and someone scam summer last dude, year. Dude, I had a. It was. It's been a rough. It's been a rough, Jeez, rough year. Bro. I'm sorry. I, it was a rental scam where I literally signed a lease to rent in a place, and you know they. It was this whole scheme. I, I only. Lost fifteen hundred dollars in that one, but that was through Venmo. Still, and everything I was doing with the police and the, the investigation, they were like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Venmo won't work with us. PayPal won't work with us. They just say, oh, hey, that's crap. We're a third party app.' So, like the police, they don't even pursue this stuff. So Venmo and them, they're above the law, essentially. Essentially, like when, when some heinous stuff goes down, they're like, uh, "We didn't have any part in any yeah. of that." And good luck. Yeah, yeah. These are part of why. I, I'm not, you know, a, a crypto maxi. I'm not against all big corporations. There's a lot of shady stuff out there, but there's a lot of good, a lot of good yeah. stuff. But at the end of the day, I find like, not no matter how big they are, they might not help help you when you need them. You know? Oh yeah, no, they don't. I mean, they don't care. Like we're all a number. It's yeah. Kind of, I mean, that's the the corporate. Yeah. And, and, mentality. And, and I think too, in in terms of like. The government getting involved in our our current in, in crypto and NFTs yeah. and scams. I know you wanted to talk a lot about how how it's all shaping up from like a a, um, a democracy perspective, yeah. From like a, a, a tax reporting. There, there's a lot of intricacies to like whatever the next couple of years are going to look like. Yeah, like you sent me a really dope podcast, and that I was stuck on it. Uh, Bankless. I, I don't want to mess this guy's name up, David Tom. I think was the guest. Oh, got you, got you, got you. He was the one who was speaking towards, like, what all this regulation on the crypto market, what that would actually mean versus the optics of it. You know what I'm saying? So um, I said on this podcast, and I'll continue to say on this streamcast. Streamcast. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of times that the reason why I got into crypto was because of the government involvement. Like, we talked about what happened with GameStop, with AMC, and all that. Um, and with the government trying to figure out how to regulate crypto, how to understand what we're using it to consume mm-hmm. or how we're consuming it and what we're using it for is just another reason why we should have some sort of privacy wall. Um, not not with everything. I, I mean, it's, right. it's the United States of America. There's going to be government involvement. But the whole reason that crypto was created in a way was for that decentralization movement like hey like we're we're putting value into this um quote-unquote internet money um and once 
we put that value behind it. It is what it is. The government can't control it, things like that. I know what, there's been uh, rumors about Coinbase's involvement and everything like that. Yeah. But what David was trying to get to was if we're regulating this and you, you, the government has eyes on everything I use crypto for, for what's the difference between us and China, if you will? You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they – they go to a different level, like what you see on the internet, and and like actually restrict. Yeah. you know, you you can't be on TikTok in China, or they restrict. Exactly. Certain- so what he was getting to was more so from a, a tax perspective. Like he would love to see, you know, Matt owes, um, I don't know, thirty k in taxes mm-hmm. this year. That's all they need to know. The government, did, yeah, yeah, the government. Did he pay this or did he not? Not. Uh, Matt made X amount of dollars on Bitcoin this year. He also. Uh, used that money and bought a ton of Solana and bought NFTs. And these NFTs made X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So then, like, it's like, okay, how do we regulate Solana now? How do we regulate this NFT project? It just goes down like a crazy and wormhole. You're saying it should, or, or David was saying, it should just be, like, the only thing they need to have their eyes on is that end result. How, however, the technology provides that data. Or if if there's a third-party platform that needs to share you know, the, the final transactions exactly. for tax purposes. Like, exactly. That's a benefit to the government. Right. And he was saying that all of that encompassing, like, everything involved is threatening democracy. It's like, okay, what what Interesting. what liberties do I really have? Yeah. Like, you, you have to see absolutely everything. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like like um, the tornado cash uh, banning by the, was the U.S. Department of Treasury? And, and again, I don't know the specifics about the tornado cash and all the details into that. But mm-hmm. but um, Coinbase just came out announcing that they're actually going to fund the, the – there are like six, five or six people associated with tornado cash that are suing the Treasury. Um, and, and, man, the, I wish I had the, the, the specific reason, but, uh, um, you know, like the legal – Legal ramification, the legal title of what they're they're suing for, but basically okay. the the treasury just what they shut down this one specific type of crypto. And the Coinbase CEO came out um, in a blog post and he said the treasury went much further and took the unprecedented step of sanctioning an entire technology instead of just specific invi- individuals. He went on to say there are legitimate uses for mixtures, and as a result of these sanctions, many innocent users now have their funds trapped and have lost access to a critical privacy tool. So there's much more to unpack within that situation uh, specifically, but from what I understand, the concept is, is, okay, they're they're shutting down an entire something instead of— just going at the bad, just the just, corrupted or the bad. Yes, eggs. yeah. Because there's always going to be corrupt whenever you're dealing with money and whenever you're dealing with anything, money, anything. and people. Yes, <laughs> people, yeah. There's going to be bad actors. There's going to be corruption, yeah. but that shouldn't ruin it for everybody. Or 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 our privacy shouldn't be shouldn't be ruined because of of that. You just got to do a better job of finding those people. Right. Exactly. It goes back to your. Um, fraud summer last year yeah. <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like you're not gonna shut down the whole real estate process because you got scammed out of 1500 bucks you know what i'm saying right like, that like that just doesn't happen i think the technology itself uh, causes for a threat mm-hmm. for certain people versus if, if it's job security or already some technologies in place that people are accustomed to using yeah or government 
affiliation. If it blocks them, mm-hmm. speaking to the privacy tools, if it blocks them from seeing certain aspects, I see why they would go against yeah. it. But um, it's real. It goes. I mean, we were in IT. Like it goes back to like harnessing that technology for your own personal gain or for your use. So like the government can do that too. These companies can do that. It's just right. I don't have a solution. I don't know the right. I don't think way. anybody does. Right. But, um, I don't know. You can you can tell when a, a technology or a company is corrupt yeah. versus a person. Yes. So that's kind of how I I subscribe to the notion too that at least in my experience, especially in the last two years, like it's too easy for the bad actors to get away with things and even like small thing. I mean, when we're talking about American Express, a, a multi hundred billion dollar yeah. company and, oh, yeah. and like I, I i'm okay if i lost a thousand dollars i mean that's a lot of money but like yeah. my life isn't over but that that's a lot of money to a lot of people and that's a lot of money to me like yeah. it's all like, relative it's yeah. all relative so so i don't know it, it's th- these scammers are are continuing to do this stuff because there's no consequence you know i i actually found like I, I have this whole folder of like investigative stuff for like going through Venmo <laughs> transactions yeah. and stuff, and like they just couldn't do anything with it. But if I had, you know, a, a, a actual blockchain uh, timestamp of of all of my transactions that were fraudulent, I would be able to find at least where in the process something went wrong. Well, yeah. But all these they aren't letting me get to that data. Right, and then then they're not helping. Yeah. So like, if you. For example, if you lost $10 million mm-hmm. instead of that $1,000, <laughs> they would probably try to help you or figure that out. It's kind of like the whole Britney Griner situation. Like mm-hmm. She's stuck overseas for doing what she did, but there are a bunch of Americans who we don't know who the hell they are that are stuck overseas, too. So it's right. like $1,000, $10 million, Britney Griner, Steve, Craig. Yeah. Like, p- they pick and choose their battles, and I feel like there should be some sort of, like, I don't know, not, obviously the stakes are a little bit higher with more money, but there should be, like, the same policies yeah. for $10 that you think was fraudulent to mm-hmm. $100 million. And that requires these organizations to put money, invest into that part of their business, and they're just not they're not going to do that yet. They should. Yeah. Uh, it's I, it's I too much hope. responsibility for, for them, and also, like, there's profit in yeah ignorance yeah shout out, <laughs> out Brittany Griner by the way oh yeah I for think sure. I, I, for sure. I love how uh, Jalen Rose was it Jalen and Jacoby I don't know if you yeah. ever watched that mm-hmm. show on ESPN they say every day that Brittany Griner's in Russia they're gonna bring attention to it just um, bring it up on their show and you know it's been hundred over a hundred and fifty days yeah. or something maybe 200 yeah so yeah just I I hope she gets back soon Free Brittany Griner the only thing I will say about that is know the laws in the country yeah. that you're into like that's I, the only thing that I will say about that does, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of shocked I want I'm curious your reaction like that whole situation and the fact that literally there's a prisoner exchange being talked about where there's one of like the most feared, you know, people in the wor- right. world from Russia who we had and we're some arms dealer or something. Yeah. Like it seems like a movie or like a, a yeah. you know, a show. I wa- like it seems fake. It seems scary. Like, but this is really happening. Yeah. Brittany and- Griner versus this arms dealer. Like, a, 
How is this reality? I don't know if it, it's true, but I, I read somewhere like like what Jalen and Jacoby are doing. They're saying don't do that because like we're putting Brittany Grinder on this pedestal, mm-hmm. like higher and higher and higher every time we're like advocating for her freedom, which makes it harder to negotiate with Russia. And because we don't want to give arms dealer homie up, it's not apples to apples, right? But if we keep saying free Britney, free Britney, free Britney, they're under the assumption of like, yo, this is some, pr- this is a high quality prisoner that we have right here. Like, like we're gonna need that arms dealer back. Like, and they're feasting on. Every everything about Britney Grinder that's unique about her, yeah, that would also create chaos, would create controversy or or create a, a situation, right. I should say, in the U.S. If we don't, you know, make every attempt, you, you know, like I don't know how. This and by is. the way, I don't know if that's true or not. I read that that the more um, backing that we put that up publicly, yeah. like the support that we give it actually hurts the negotiation but it makes I sense don't know. i mean yeah. the more we val- i mean as a as a country the more we value this person i mean uh, it's it's tough she's a, a celebrity she's she's is she bisexual or is she lesbian i don't know she I, like i, I like, think she's lesbian yeah so, like she's she's all of these things that are going to create friction. some sort of dialogue yeah and some competitive yeah if we don't yeah. do it and, and i don't know it's it's tough. Remember Le- uh, Leangelo, oh, Leangelo yeah. Ball? Uh, yeah, Leangelo Ball. Back in the day when Trump was in office. Well, that's just, he was just an idiot. Like, you don't steal any. Right, ever. he's an idiot. <laughs> we got him back pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing they are saying about, you know, Joe versus. There, there was this guy I, I used to train with, Wendell Deuce Daddy Brown. Um, he trained at Barbus Methods in Plymouth. He ended up playing football. He was a, a football player, and he went over to China uh, to play one year this was eight nine years ago Mm -hmm. and there was this whole situation where he was being uh basically harassed by a couple couple men at a bar he was just like at a bar having a drink alone after a game or something he was getting harassed and not really doing anything he ended up getting arrested and thrown in jail for like four or five years like it was like a whole thing they've been trying to get him back here for for a long time um, I think it was about a year, year and a half ago. He finally, he finally made it back, um, and he's starting to do a lot of really cool things in in Detroit in in this community. So, um, I don't know a topic we never thought of getting on on this, yeah. but but you know, it's it's important. It's going on in the world today. Yeah, for sure. Wild, for sure. Yeah, wild. No, good for him making it home. But speaking of Brittany Grinder, mm-hmm. like I wanted to look at some of the athlete platforms that we've been seeing, and not only athletes, but like this new media age that we're in. I mean, we just started our streamcast. We've been podcasting mm-hmm. before that. Like for me, like it's a great way to get your thoughts out, your uh, some sort of expression. Like it makes me feel good to do this. Yeah. So like seeing how, and I'm going to zone in on the athletes just because I have the most examples yeah. of those right now, but it's cool to see their actual thoughts on things. Like whether it's about an, a game that was just played teammate relationships relationships with their actual organization like thoughts straight from them Mm -hmm. i just think it's so cool how like this new media wave is coming out i think draymond literally just calls it the new media right but um it was pretty i mean when we we signed here with new radio media yeah like like, that's an awesome name to me because even us like we're we're going through this real time like i might buy an nft tomorrow like the the merge is happening tomorrow and like we get get to come on here and, and express our thoughts versus like 
um, hearing it from a company of some sort, right. like of what you should expect and how you should be feeling. And you're going to do your own research. I'm going to do my own research. We're going to gather whatever crazy opinion or thought we take out of this this crazy concept, but then we're going to talk about it and kind of break yeah. it down and figure out, okay, wait, what, what does this make sense? Like we're normal. We're, we're, we're at this low level of, of tech, uh, technical. Yeah. Knowledge. And, and I think that's, that's, that will be the allure of this streamcast. And like, yes, today we are on the eve of the Ethereum merge. So merge. next week we'll come back in and see like how it affected us. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said prior, um, I read that, merging to this new um, technology, essentially, like an upgraded version of Ethereum is like repairing um, a high-speed car on the highway going at 90 miles an hour, and you're repairing a tire Changing while, a it's, flat. while it's... Yeah. So that's, that's the comparable that we have. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how this does affect us because they... I mean, they've been talking about ETH2 for a while, and they're just going to remain it's still going to be just called ethereum yeah um but for them to have like a definitive date tomorrow like and this is 9 planned. 15 2022 like i'm i'm on pins and needles a little bit to see how this, this yeah play out. i haven't even staked any eth i don't i don't actually own almost any eth right now it's just all tied up in nfts and stuff so <laughs> so you're kind of doing a different way yeah exactly so i i might if if it shoots to the moon I'm I'm gonna miss out on that, but I'm just taking a step back, seeing how it all plays out. I I I'm not in the position where I can take those risks, so it's just gonna be interesting yeah. to see how how these next couple of weeks play out. Hopefully, it shoots to the moon. Moon talk, baby. Moon talk. Moon talk. <laughs> we'll be back next week talking about how the merge played out. Absolutely. Thank right. you.